just a link for me to share it in my group? What's which one's the link? Yes, you can. Oh, um, yeah, not that one. Brianna <laughs> or somebody can you send it to them? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. <laughs> We've already had some f bombs dropped before the show started. <laughs> we are on the track. <laughs> Where's the link? <laughs> Somebody send Anthony the link. <laughs> I'll send it, Anthony. <laughs> you already shared it in your group. You had the link. Oh, I gotta share it again. <laughs> I just <laughs> sent it. <laughs> Everyone, please like this episode. We have <laughs> this is gonna be the best. And share it. And share it. <laughs> and freaking subscribe. Share it. <laughs> and subscribe, yes. We have to ask for like slams. We're gonna like start strangling people. <laughs> well, today, today is an awesome day. We have Anthony on the show, and all just about everybody teared up, including Anthony. <laughs> so, it's a good day. Good day. I've been getting all kinds of messages from people tearing up. One guy teared up to 3,000 tier. I don't know if that's a thing, but. They have odd numbers now. Do they really? It is a thing. It's a thing. Odd number tiers. Yep. 15,000. I saw weird numbers. 19,000. I don't yeah. like that. 17,000. It's so random because I I was at 4,000 before. Why didn't they just put me at five? I'm happy. They put me to 6,000. I don't know. But anyway. Well, you guys want to. Europe did. Sarah in the chat said she got 7,000. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, who knows? We, we, have no, we have no clue, guys. <laughs> I have slots to fill. That's all I know. So, Right. Right? All right. Well, does everybody want to quickly go around and introduce themselves? I think everybody already knows all of us, but just in case. <laughs> Bree, you want to go? Sure. What's up, guys? I'm Bree Green from BriannaMullerGreen.com, and I co-own Design4Dollars.com. And my positive for the week is that we finally dropped the mother website for D4D. Woo! So if you go, awesome. yeah, oh my it god, so good. it's crazy. But wait, of course, wait, wait. yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, I need it again. Let me see oh, it again. Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Woo, love it. Sorry, it doesn't have a noise. <laughs> well, and of course, in true crazy pants style, Duncan, Aaron, and I, you know, woo, like adding links. We got people, you know, on the team helping us. So we turned our little um, error our errors and links and dead links and stuff into like a fun little game and we're still running it. So, um, I've got the, I've got our Facebook group open because I know a bunch of people are trying to get into the group cause you got to get into the group to participate. But basically we screwed up a bunch of the stuff on the website. And when you find what we screwed up, you get it free. That's I like, love that. You're so like scavenger hunt, right? I love it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that not, helps so much to get it all like, ironed out, ready to go in a couple days. Yeah, and plus people are dropping us little notes like, hey, like, I think you should add this. And it, like, they're really good. Um, we're getting a lot of really good feedback. So like, speak up if there's something you need, you know? Um, but yeah, pop over to the group and find the crap we messed up. <laughs> Get some free stuff. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Michelle. 
Well, I'm Michelle Wentworth. I'm Merch Mama. And my positive thing this week is I'm just still plugging along. I'm still trying to fill my slots. And uh, I really want them full before Q4. So, but I'm plotting away. So that's a positive thing. So <laughs> that works for me. Awesome. And don't forget to introduce yourself, Helen. I know. It never <laughs> happens. Maybe I'll just go in the middle. Just go, Helen. Just go I'm going. Okay. My name's Helen Kinson. <laughs> Merch boss, and um, I'll, I got teared up to six thousand right before the show. I was seeing the posts; everybody was getting teared up, and I'm like, I didn't get wait, teared wait. up. <laughs> <laughs> six thousand tear. <laughs> so anyway, unlike Anthony, I am excited about my tear up. So, <laughs> um, my positive for the week. Oh gosh, I've just been having so much fun setting up the um, the Facebook groups for different languages. So for anyone who doesn't know, we're working on getting 25 Facebook groups set up in 25 languages. <laughs> so <laughs> we have we have the Spanish one up. They're going to do a live soon. Um, I think it's still on for Thursday at 1. So you guys will have to catch that. And then uh, we're working on the Filipino group, Vietnamese group, and uh, a couple more that is just like one or two people. We're trying to get at least like three people for each group. So. We'll see, but if you're interested, definitely message me. It's it's been a lot of fun, and everybody's helping each other. So I know, like the Filipino group, they were really helping this girl in the Philippines, like set up the merge account and do everything. So it's it's really good little networks. Um, so anyway, that was my positive this week. And I was gonna say Helen, and then we're gonna have that all completely done in a few days. And then we're gonna start our Merch Money Girls tour. Where we're gonna go to every country, right? <laughs> I can't wait for that. I Hopefully that'll that be next year. I'm hoping. Every time I see all these people in other countries, like Reezy was in London, I'm like, I wanna be there. That sounds yeah. so fun. <laughs> goals, right? Future goals. goals. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Amy's. One of you. <laughs> All right. So I'm Amy Springer, Merch Marvel. And uh, I was also teared up today, which was pretty exciting. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking that they were going to skip me because I barely have 50% of my slots full. So to see that I was teared up today was a pretty pleasant surprise. And I'm just even more excited about Q4. Um, as far as my positive for the week, I have consistently uploaded at least 50 new designs every day for the past eight days. Wow. So, That's a lot. It is. You know, it, late nights, early mornings. But, you know, I'm just... Uh, I can't wait for Q4, y'all. It's going to be a good one. So mm. that's, that's mine. Sweet. Uh, I'm Amy Nicholas. And I also teared up to 6K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I was shy of the sales requirement just by a little bit. But when I looked at the returns, like if you didn't count the returns, I had it. So I don't know if that is what they look at now. I don't know. Um, but yeah, super excited for that. And just growing my print on demand, Power Punch uh, Tribe Facebook group, monthly group. Um, Rocking and rolling the videos too. Daily videos, yeah. Monday through Friday. What number are you up to now? I think I did episode 74 today. Wow. That's wow. Awesome. That's yeah. incredible. I, you know, for anybody that like thinks like, you know, oh, it's such a commitment. I don't want to do anything like all the time every day. I just told myself I was going to do it. And I just didn't let myself have any excuses to not do it. I just, it's a must, right? It's on my action list every day. 
I'm going on. I'm sorry if it's not like a specific time, but I'm just committed to going live at some point. So yeah, it's been an awesome week. Yay. Wow, that's Anthony, awesome. Anthony, what's your positive for the week? <laughs> what's my positive for the week? Um, well, I'm Anthony. Um, if you don't know me, uh, we're from Merch Empire. We're the Jersey guys. We, uh, we're at 10K. We teared up today. Give me the blower, Amy. Amy, <laughs> 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 not too long ago, we had a great time. Uh, we've been in FBA for five years now. We do well in FBA. We did a little over $2 million, uh last year in our revenue in FBA. And uh, we recently started uh, our call center again. I partnered up with a buddy of mine who's been in the call center for 20 years out in San Diego, which, well, in Anaheim, which is awesome because now I'm going back and forth, spending a week there a month, and I love nice. California. And uh, we just been starting to build it. We got uh, four guys on the West Coast on the phones. We got one guy here in the West on the East Coast, and we're doing performing here. They're handling sales, so it's like a good team thing we're doing. And uh, last week we had our best week. We closed um, twenty three deals for wow. four hundred. <laughs> How much in revenue was it? Nine thousand. Just about nice. thousand. So nice. Nice. A good start, but it, there's a lot, lot to be worked on. But that nine thousand, you know, that pace, the sales guys, <laughs> overhead, like that's just the uh, beginning. What we want to do, but uh, you know, we're starting to grow it, but we're just being real careful because I've done this before, and I've, I've always been um, sales focused and never uh, system, process, and customer focused first, which you should be. I'm always a sales. Sales, sales, crazy jersey, fucking clothes, sales, sales. <laughs> and, and I learned, you know, from my mentor why my last two businesses that did well ended up eventually imploding because I didn't focus on the other part first. So we're just, you know, like this was old me. I'd have 30 guys on the phones right now cranking out sales, but then, you know, not doing the right thing by the customer and not doing fulfillment right and just doing all that. So uh, that's where we are right now. And I'm really excited about the, uh, the B2B business. I think we're going to completely just destroy it. And, you know, we want to build a $100 million company, and that's the target, and that's it. That's awesome. Well, there yeah. you go, guys. That's the interview. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that was awesome. Well, uh, I was going to say real quick, too, I had to say that I was wearing my shirt, that I heard um, that Anthony was going to give me a run for my money in the F-bomb industry. <laughs> So, <laughs> zero fucks given. You girls look like you're having a ball doing these shows every week, huh? We yes, have so we much do. fun. I don't know if you've if you've seen any of them, but we we have a lot of fun. You gotta make it fun. You gotta make it fun. You know, whenever I watch other people doing content about business, a lot of the times it's just so fucking boring and you gotta make you gotta have fun and teach and talk business and laugh at the same time it makes it such a better show you know yep yep you know i've, I've got a question for you anthony you know of all the aspects of merch i have to say business to business merch or b2b is just not like in my radar but that's where you really excel what made you choose that route as opposed to buying designs or making your own designs? What, what made you do that? Because you're the one that I know that's really kicking it in that area. Well, I mean, I'll tell you this. Uh, 
you know, in my in the last 20 years since I've been an entrepreneur, um, you know, there's been patches of times. I've always made like good money, but there's been times where I made a lot of money. And the times when I made a lot of money, meaning like, you know, 500 grand in a year, 600, even 700, the times when I've done that is when I had a lot of people working for me. I never made a shitload of money when I tried to do it by myself. I never made a lot of money being an internet marketer and running ads. I've done well. I mean, I was in direct sales from home. I've made like 10, 15 grand a month doing that. But the two times where I made a lot of money is when I had a lot of people working for me, a team of people, sales guys selling. And, you know, throughout time, I've just realized that that's what I excel at the best. Not just me, but just whoever I'm with, my business partner, Kevin, who's a great guy. You guys know Kevin, a yeah. uh, smart guy. Um, we've always made a lot of money when we've built teams. So I, I, we just finally realized, like, you know what, look, we're good. When we have a teams of people, we're not good. We're not that good at trying to build an online e-commerce business. We're good at fucking selling and let's just sell. And what could we sell? And really I got to thank Mike wall and, and Matt Sheeran because Matt Sheeran's the one who hit me up the merch elephant who's on here. Now I love Matt. He's like, Hey, listen, man, you gotta watch this guy. We did an interview with this guy, Mike wall. He's fucking killing it. I'm telling you, you're, this is something that you want to get involved in. And I was like, what are you talking about? Just why? And I watched it. And then I reached out to Mike, me and Mike Wall are good friends now. We talk all the time. And it just lit me up because I was so frustrated with merch ever since December. You know, we were starting to go on a good run. We made like eight or nine grand in like November. Like it was like, all right, finally, we're going to hit five figures. But I was still like, how the fuck are we going to make a hundred grand a month if we're barely getting the 10? You know, and I was just like, and I was having my doubts about the model, not about, I love merch, the whole, just the model, the way we were doing it, just the regular organic and trying to keyword it up and all the research and the titling. And, you know, like I started really having doubts about like, like Kevin, we're never going to hit our targets doing it this way. We got to find a new way. And, uh, and then once I, you know, started thinking about the model and putting together the phones again and look, let me, you know, I, I let me be completely real. The, the sale that we're making right now for the $400 sale that I was talking about, it's not, um, it's not the local merch sale. It's a marketing related sale. And the, the local merch is part of the upsell process. Okay. And, I, and I'll explain why, because I quickly found out that trying to explain local merch on the phone to a business owner, right? They don't, fucking get it <laughs> I barely understand what merch is in general yeah, yeah. you got to think about the type of person the plumber the fucking mechanic who's under the car getting oil all over his face like these guys don't understand this shit the minute you start talking about your logo on amazon they're like i don't sell t-shirts i'm a, i fix cars who's gonna buy my shirt you talk about market ads and putting the putting the shirt as a coupon <laughs> And they're just like, I don't, they just don't get it. So I quickly realized that in order, if you're going to do local merch, you got to do it either face-to-face -face, like Mike Wall does it, or if you do do it over the phones, you need to have the guy in front of a computer. You need for him to join screens with you and you need to give him a presentation and visually see it so they get it. Cause you're not going to fucking explain it over the phone. They will not get it. Hmm. They just won't, you know? So, um, that's what made us start to do what we're doing now. And, uh, I'm just really psyched. I know, uh, it, it's working so well 
And I know that in six months from now, I'm going to have a room out there of 50 guys selling. We're going to have upsell guys here selling, account management team taking care of the customers. Like I just want to build a monster business. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. when you in the beginning of the year, when you were getting discouraged and everybody was getting discouraged, I was so happy when you got when you found the business to business because you're just whole attitude change and you were so excited. And I, so I was so happy about that. And at the same time, I met Amy because she somehow stayed positive through the whole thing. So, <laughs> so everybody was so upset. There was negative posts everywhere. And hers just like shone like the light. Like, here's Amy Nicholas. Like flying on a wing and a prayer over there. <laughs> so, yeah, so a lot of good things happen. Positivity and optimism is a huge it's, it, it plays a huge part. If you guys listen to Gary Vee, I'm sure you all watch Gary Vee here yeah. and there. He's fucking, you can't not watch him. He's so everywhere now. He's figured yeah. it out. But he talked about how optimism is one of your biggest assets. And it is. And, I, and I'm not a negative person uh, by any means. I'm a very happy person, but I do wear my heart in my sleeve. Yeah. And, you know, when things aren't going my way and I know how much effort, like me and Amy were talking about this, uh, you know, last month when we got together, you know, what we're doing now, as far as the call center, it might be harder and riskier than doing what we're doing with the merch stuff, hiring people, sales guys, payroll, human resource, all that shit. But it still requires the same effort. I'm not putting more effort into this than I did with merch. There's only so many hours in a day. All you ladies probably grind 12, 18 hours a day, whatever you do to grind the business. So it's, it's, I'm putting the same amount of hours and time into it. I'm just doing it a different way. So I, I can't, bother, you know, you're leveraging your strengths too. That's like yeah. my favorite piece of it because I'm always thinking about that. Like you said, fuck it. This doesn't work for me. Let's do it this way yeah. and go crazy with it. And you know, like, and you weren't afraid to say this yeah. was not working. Yeah, let's try something different. And you know what, too? Like, I had me and Kevin were having these conversations like in the beginning of the year. And he's going, Look, what are we going to do here? Blah, blah, blah. This is not going to make us the money we're going to make. We got overhead. This is not right. You know, FBA is doing better. Maybe we should put more effort into that. And I kept saying, Hey, but we got the group. We put a lot of time to this. We got the YouTube, the podcast. So that, you know, there, there was this weighing factor of how much time we put into it. You know, but the, you know, but the, at the same time, there there got to be a time where you make a decision where look, this is just not fucking working, and either you got to kill it or just find another way. So thank God this all happened the way it happened, and I just you know, so because I I didn't want to all the time put into the content and the videos, like, I didn't want to lose the community. So finding a way to tie it in with the new model and still keep the whole thing going was was really really important to us, you know. Yeah, and thank you so much for doing all those videos. I I I watched all of them back in the beginning, and and your community uh, definitely helped me get to where I am. So thank you. Now, you know, and, and, and we've backed off a little bit. I'm only doing like one or two lives a week, and you know, I haven't done a podcast in three weeks. But here's the reason why: because we're always in integrity with what we're gonna do. I'm not gonna sit here and talk about merch four days a week. If I'm not sitting here grinding merch right now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what? Go, go go see you girls. Go watch RJ and Matt. Go see Ken. Go listen to Neil. Those are the guys that are grinding merch day in and day out. I'm figuring out something else here. And then once I got this really figured out, then I'm going to just kind of 
pivot the group a little bit into more of like a sales empire thing. And I'm going to teach what I'm doing. I'm not going to fucking fake it till I make it bullshit. Like I'm always going to be on what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So right now there's a lot of other guys that, that, that are know more about merch than me. Cause I kind of been at it over for the last two months. So you want to learn merch and designs and keywords, go listen to them. You know, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing now, which is to be, be the call center. I'm listening to calls all day right now, all day long. I got my headset on cause they're on the West coast. So I have my earpieces on and like every day I pick one guy to listen to. I put my earpiece on and I have a feature called whisper, right? So I turn it on and the guy could hear me, but the customer on the phone can't hear me. That's awesome. So when, when the guy's pitching on the phone, you know, and, and if I hear him starting to get like a little, I'll start, you know, giving him little tips. All right, say this now. Don't hang up yet. Now say this. All right, now say that. And I'm coaching him through the call to try to get him to close the deal. So that's what I've kind of been doing all day, as well as working with Kevin on fulfillment and working with Stephanie, who's handling customers, making sure that shit's smooth. So that's kind of been my day every day now, doing things like that. That's awesome. Well, let's back up a little and say how you started, because I know you were a loan officer and you, you did a call center before. I actually used to be a loan officer, too. Did you? So. We have that in common. Yeah, I did. I was a uh, manager at Bank of America and all the loan officers were leaving during you know the housing crisis in 2008, 2009. I had a pretty good job, but I went into it right at the crash. And every all of my uh, man, all the people were like, you're nuts. Like, why would you do that? But it ended up being like the very beginning of refinances. So I could refinance people over and over and over again. And I... I, I figured out this like system like this to just keep like targeting the right people. And I was on the phone all day too, but I was refinancing people all day. It ended up being like amazing. What year um, did you get in? What? What year did you get into the mortgage business? During the crash. I think it was 2009, beginning of 2009. Oh, okay. Dude, you missed the fucking run. I no, I know. <laughs> I missed it. I missed it, but I, I caught a different a different section of it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember I got into the back in 2001, this like New Jersey hotspot, this crazy, I worked for these guys that were like in the mafia, this fucking crazy Italian place. I mean, it's a whole nother story of itself, but I was 22 years old and somebody said to me, Hey, you should get into the mortgage business. You'd be, I never sold anything over the phones before. And I remember going on my, on an interview with this guy, this guy owned the, owned the mortgage company, right? His name was Mike Newman. You could look him up. His name was Mike Newman. And, uh, I, I went to, on my interview for the mortgage business and I had a shirt, tie, pants. This guy was sitting in a fucking jumpsuit and sneakers in his chair in the office. And I'm like, what the, and I walk in, on him. He's like, so you're looking for, for work? Yeah. He's like, you ever sold before? I'm like, no. He's like, all right, you can start tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that was my interview. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? You know? So I'm like, all right, I get the job. I, I, and by back then, I was dating a girl who was a, um, an account executive for like a, a lender, for a subprime lender. So she was pushing me. She's like, you would be a great mortgage broker. And I got into the business. I remember my first day, the pitch. You know that I, you know, and uh, they gave me a lead, and they're like everybody's rates were like ten percent back then. Yeah, and it was so high. Like, <laughs> and back then, when I first got in, the thirty-year fix was like six and three quarters or something. You know, so you I remember calling, setting me up perfectly for refinances yeah. for years. <laughs> I remember calling like the first lead I got the internet, 
Back then, we had one computer for the whole office, too, because it was 2001. <laughs> we, all just, we all just had phones. There was one computer that people would take turns on in putting the fucking application. <laughs> I remember getting my first deal. The guy had like a $400,000 loan. I was like, all right, sir, so you're at 10%. I'm going to put you six and three quarters, and you're going to save, you know, $800 a month. That's going to cost you four points. But $800 a month. I was sold. That first lead I got, I was like, wow, this is the easy. And I made like four grand. I made like four grand on my first deal, right? So this is amazing. Then like the leaders in the office, the leaders in the office, there was like three team leaders. And then they're like, wow, you already got a deal on the board. It's going to close next week because it was with a fast bank. Like, look, here's the rule. They said, your fifth deal, you're closed. Whatever your commission is, we got to go to New York City and you got to blow it all. That's the That's the rule. <laughs> I love that. So the fifth deal, I closed a monster fucking deal. I made like, I made like fifty five hundred in commissions. Oh my god! And I had but. to go to the bank, take out fifty five hundred cash. We went to the city and we went fucking bottles, tables, nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I owned that mortgage business for like six. I wrote it till I eventually had my own shop in two thousand and three. At two years later, and then I ran that for four years, and then I crashed in 2008. Boom, done. But at the height of it, I had like 50 or 60 brokers uh, working for me, and I was making like serious money. Nice. Yeah. So that I love that story because I was like, oh, I knew all of all of the people that you all left. So it was just like there wasn't loan officers anymore. So then it was, I guess that's how the like somehow branch managers got involved. <laughs> but it was like it was just a whole different experience after that. You know what it was? You know what it really was? You know, looking back at it, the people who stayed in the mortgage business who made it through that era. I'm laughing at Amanda. Who who made it through that era, um, and who are still in it now? are doing really good again. Not that kind of money, because that'll never happen again, but they're doing good. But the guys like me, all the brokers like me back then who had their own shops, you know, it was such easy money that we weren't developing the skill set in order to persevere through that downtime. Right. Like I was just like, you know, like there was, I could have learned internet marketing through those years. I could have started generating my own leads. We could have been coaching our, we, we could have been actually taking care of our clients and our customers and probably helping them with more refis, more purchases. But like I said before, we would just sales, 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 sales. They give a fuck. You know what I mean? And we weren't thinking about the customer. I would have kept those customers and helped them refi and do loan modifications and debt consolidation. I could have just, and I could have made it through no problem, but yeah, I was stupid back then. I was just dumb, ego, making money, and I just crashed with it. And then I started learning internet marketing after I lost the business. Well, I think it's all good experiences because it's like you learn the ups and downs. Like I I was 24 when I bought my first house. It was like a condo, but it was in 2008. So it was at the very height of the market. And then it crashed a couple months later. So I'm 24. All of a sudden, I get a thing in the mail saying that my house, my condo is worth a hundred thousand less than I had bought it for. Oh. And I was like, I'm like, I don't even have a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so it was like, it was, and I had no idea that that could happen. Like, no, there were your 401k, right? Like, with yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, nobody knew, but I kept it. Like, I so I still have that condo. I kept it, and now it's back up. But it's just, I mean, it's ten years later. But um, 
it's it was good experience because then you learn early like what can happen in the market and to just decide like how you want to play it but it it was interesting like most of my friends ended up waiting a little bit longer and they all got lucky and bought houses right at the like cheapest times you could buy houses. I, so <laughs> I bought back x i bought uh you guys know what atlantic city is right mm -hmm. yep uh -huh. so atlantic city is like a little mini vegas so here and uh i bought a uh there was a brand new building being built right right in front of this new casino that was going to open which was the rebel um i bought this brand new pre-construction condo for five hundred and fifty thousand dollars just as a second home to go party in right I, I buy this condo and i was going down there every weekend with my friends and just partying in ac and gambling and the casinos and the clubs and three years later it went from being worth five hundred and fifty thousand to a hundred and sixty. Oh, yeah, it's crazy! Wow, <laughs> talk about upside down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was I stopped upside paying. down for nine years or something. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I just stopped, I just stopped paying it. I was like, I'm not yeah. fucking paying it. Yeah, I just stopped paying it. And then for and then for five years, I still had it. The bank never took it for five. Years. Still went down wow. there all the time hung out and eventually <laughs> the bank, eventually the bank took it and because it was a second home in the home market they relieved me and i didn't know him anything you are wow. so lucky and you get to use it for five years for free business. that is crazy <laughs> oh my god that is, that is crazy. I, I <laughs> meanwhile i paid the mortgage for 10 years <laughs> i was like fuck this i'm not paying it <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give a I didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't care. I'm not paying. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. Place was awesome too. I love I, I I love that condo. They're selling right now for like 150, 200. I might buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony is uh, Atlantic City near Wildwood. Yeah, it's about uh, maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes from Wildwood. Okay, I went there a couple of times when I was a kid. I got family in Baltimore, so. Nice, yeah, I've been down there a million times. They just opened a brand new Hard Rock Hotel and Casino like a month ago down there. It's brand new. So AC is, uh, it's it's popping again. Nice. AC yeah. is like two hours south of where I lived in New Jersey, where my parents lived. And I moved down to like outside of uh, DC and it was about two hours south of my parents, and my parents lived four hours north of me in DC. So I thought Atlantic City was halfway. <laughs> and it turns out somehow Atlantic City's five hours away. I, I still don't understand. I'm like, it's two hours south and four hours north. I don't understand how that turns into five hours. So I thought I would be meeting all my friends from college. Like I thought that would be our like place that we would meet up because it would only be two hours each way but i don't know somehow it's five just hours kidding <laughs> yeah just kidding guys <laughs> we gotta meet on the turnpike somewhere like. <laughs> i want to do a uh, i want to do a, i want to do a merch event there i do oh, too cool. i'm so glad you said that because i've How been wanting to do that i have been doing that i was I've talking to Atlantic city in 30 years i've yeah, never had that let's do I'm it cool. Yeah, I was talking to Matt about it, Matt Sheeran about it in Detroit, and, I, and even John and Amanda. I just want to do something different. Like, all the events are cool. I went to Merchella. I'm going to the merch. I'm speaking at the merch conference uh, next month. And everybody's been asking about, you know, when are you going to do another Jersey event? I just don't want to do the same shit. I want to do something yeah. completely different. And I think that could be like a whole weekend thing. We could probably get a room in the casinos, make it real fun, 
So uh, no, I'm looking at something. I'm like, in. I've definitely been I'm thinking about too. doing that. I'm already playing <laughs> with outfits in my head. Come on, let's do this. <laughs> Quarters for the slot machine. Yeah, a couple of quarters. Oh, oh my kidding! I sit at the poker table. <laughs> Yay, me too. We can all play poker. I do like how, poker. How did I figured that out. That a lot of us have poker in common. Anthony, do you play poker? Like hold them? Yeah. Yeah. I play the table games. I like playing three card, four card. Uh, I play the hold them table game. I don't like going. I don't have poker like face. I don't have patience. I don't have patience for. Uh, for the poker room because like I can't stand just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. There's no my... grinding it out for you, right? We'll hit up the blackjack table then. Well, I mean, I'm one of those crazy yeah. people at a blackjack table. If you take my card, I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh my gosh, our voice is changing. I it love is. it. Michelle, you got to reenact how you asked Anthony to be on the show. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> Anthony, how did Michelle ask you? You don't remember? Oh, we were, we were at uh, we were at in Denver. In Denver, in Denver, in Denver. Yeah, you asked me uh, right she after used that. You said Jersey accent, and I was said, like, I said, I said to Anthony, I'm with you know, I'm with the merch money women, and um, we do a yeah. weekly show. Yeah. And we want you on a fucking show. <laughs> yes, that's how I said it. Sorry, I'm so good at it. It's very funny when you say it, Michelle, because we we saw you like type it out what you said. It's funnier now. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta we gotta get back on track somehow. We're having too much. We knew this was gonna. That's happen. all right. It's all related. No, I know, it's all I know, business. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> one, uh, <laughs> one thing I did want to ask you about is you and you brought it up when you were doing your introduction is about your mentor. I love that you have a mentor and. Um, that one Gary V episode, I remember you said that he would listen to it like 11 times. I don't know if you remember the name of it, but it was like a, um, now I'm going to forget the name of it too, but Helen, I think, did you send it to yes, me too? That was like the only video it I've shared. So and good. You said, you said your mentor watched it 11 times. And I was like, that's the only video I've shared this year. And I shared it to all the merge money ladies yeah. again. It was he's so good. He's a Gary V, like he's like Gary V super fan. Like he uh he's paid Gary V like a couple hundred thousand dollars, I think, in, in the past couple of years. So great. So he has he pays Gary V for like these private sessions and they go to dinner like uh like once a quarter. Just him and Gary V. And uh he has a really successful, my mentor, mentor Mike, really successful email marketing business, like like a forty million dollar business. And it's like and the fucking thing's on autopilot. Like he wow. it's all remote. It, it's just He's like always in his office, just like watching videos of Grant Cardone and Gary Vee while the whole business is just on auto. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Every time I talk about him, I'm like, that is awesome. Like, first of all, I love that you have a mentor. And second of all, like everything that he says just seems like such good advice. Everything. Are you able to share his last name? Because I feel like I might know who he is. His name is Mike Littman. Yeah. No, I know him from another guy I watch on YouTube. Yeah, like yeah, just the name. Yeah, just really, really smart, and like, and he'll just like, he'll just bash me and Kevin. Like, we'll go in his office and we'll tell him. He'll be like, "You guys are the fucking worst businessmen in the country." You know that? And I'm, just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, asshole. I'm like, I'm fucking trying. That's why I'm here talking to you. What am I gonna do? <laughs> you know? 
he says to me all the time, he's like, you know, your whole life, you've managed to make money with brute force. He's like, you just fucking take your head and you run it through the wall and you always somehow make it happen, but you always fucking implode because you don't put a structure and system and good solid foundation first. You just fucking build, build, build without the foundation. And that's what he really taught me over the past couple of years that especially with this new model, like just take it easy. Like, you don't, you don't have to go so fast and I'm so aggressive. By nature as it is, I don't want to fucking get easy. I want to go now, but you know, I got, but if you really want to build a smart business, you got to have, have the right people in the right seats and the right foundation, the right financial structure, the right team, the right managers, the right everything, or you're not going to build like a, um, you can build a couple million dollar business, but you're not going to build a hundred million dollar business, you know? Well, I've been really inspired by that because it's so true. Like he really has helped like, I don't know. Like you guys are just crushing it, and I feel like he's really helping you. We're not, uh, crushing, it. We're not crushing it by any means. Well, <laughs> okay. yeah, you were you were mad that you teamed up, right? But uh, if he would let you just go nuts, you would be crushing it right now. So you're <laughs> you're taking your time it, building it. I would, I would implode again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing it right this time, and I I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm really excited about doing it right. I just feel like um. You know, I'm like, I'm a 41 year old kid. Like, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a kid at heart. Like I always, you know, I'm just so fucking crazy. And sometimes I have to just calm down and just realize, you know, just all the shit that I've learned, all the mistakes that I've learned, that I've made a lot of the same mistakes over and over. Like, this is it now. Like, this is the second half of my life. This is the time to do it. The only thing that we don't get back is time. So if you're gonna do it, this like be smart this time. Don't be foolish and just do things to make money today. Like just do it the right way. Awesome. I like that. Don't just do things to make money today. Yeah. That is I think that's nugget. so a nugget. A nugget. A nugget. Right I think that's <laughs> so important. I think that's so important for everyone to remember in merch. It's like we're building businesses for the future. Like this is money that you're still going to be making years from now. Like even if you stop now and do some other kind of business, you still have all these shirts live. You still have like potential for income. And Anthony, what do you say to people that are new to your group who get so frustrated about, oh, I'm not selling or I'm not selling? You know, you see that a lot with these with these newbies that don't understand that patience is yeah. so important. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody just, uh, somebody just did that to me about right, right before the show. Yeah. Somebody hit me up. I don't How know. How many bombs did you drop? This, this is what he said. Hello, bro. Can you help me? I can't make sales. <laughs> I said, watch the videos, listen to the podcast, follow Ken real, follow RJ, follow Matt, follow Michael Essity. I'll see you later. <laughs> he said, and then he said, and then he said, "Thank you so much." <laughs> Lisa didn't say no. I just want to hear from you. That's what a, I did too. There's enough content out here. The the one thing you know, we have a real special community. You know, between all the groups, everybody from Ken and Matt and Chris and RJ, like a really good community of Pete, you girls, just that everybody just wants to help, right? Right. But, People got to realize that, you know, we're, we're not going to take time out of our day to go help one person at a time. We got to help ourselves first. I remember there was this guy, um, his name was Aaron Parkinson. He was a guy 
that owned a company called Carbon Property Pro, and he was making like a lot of money back then. It was a direct sales from home company that I did after the mortgage business. And I remember him have, speaking on stage, and he said, look, all you, like, he started asking people what their goals are. And then people were like, oh, I wanna you know, buy my mother a house. I wanna take care of my, my brother. I wanna take care of my family. I wanna be able to, and he's like, look, everybody's just like, stop. He's like, you gotta be a little selfish first. He's like, first you take care of yourself. You make all your dreams happen. You make a lot of money. And after you've done that and got what you want, then you go help people. Then you buy a house for your mom. Then you donate to charity. He's like, just, you got to be a little selfish in the beginning, not in the dickhead kind of way, but just, you know, you got to, you know, there's not a lot of time you have to build a business as it is in a day. You girls notice that the time just goes by, you know? So just, you know, don't worry about it. Make money for, for you, you know, and for what you got to do. And then you give back because it's hard enough to make money as it is. You're not going to give back at the same time while you're trying to make money. That kind of reminds me of when you're on an airplane and the stewardess says you put the mask on yourself first before you put it on your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? that's kind of what I thought of. I, you know, yeah. and, I, and there's like no, um, there's, what do you call it? Like, there's no nobility in being a, a poor person trying to help people. It's better to be a rich person trying to help people because how much more help can you give at that point, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was saying before. Like, you know, that's why I'm not going to go and, and go talk about merch every day that then I'm out of integrity with who I am. I'm not doing that every day. You know, I have, I have Jazz. I have Jazz, who's our... VA, amazing VA overseas, and I have my uh, my my designer overseas. Plus, we have Design Pickle, and all that shit's still going, you know. And she she's so good over the past two years that she's doing it herself. We have meetings like quick meeting every morning. What's going on? What are you submitting today? We're submitting forty to fifty shirts still every day, regular to to merch. I'm not not doing it, you know, but I'm not focusing on it. I'm letting that shit go on autopilot because I know where the money is for us. I know it's going to be in what we're doing with the call center and with the sales. So, you know, I got, I'm always going to be in integrity with the group. And I, I, a lot of times now lately when people ask me, I tell them to go seek my friends, go seek Matt, go seek RJ, go watch their videos, go talk to Ken, go talk, go, go pay Ken. Ken does coaching. People have offered me money for coaching. Hey, Anthony, I'll pay you how much for the hour for coaching. I'm like, don't fucking pay me. Go pay Ken. I'm like, Ken's going to teach you a lot more in that hour coaching than I'm going to teach you. Go if, she, if it's a woman, I say, go to Amy's group. I'm like, Amy's group's fantastic. I'm like, go, go talk to Amy. Maybe you could buy coaching from her. Don't buy it from me. I'm not going to teach you shit right now. I'm not doing it. You know? Yeah. Integrity. Yeah. Well, so you had done a call center before this call center, right? So did you go do a call center right after the mortgage business? or So... So after the mortgage business, I, uh, I got involved with internet marketing. I did a little MLM, right? I did okay with network marketing. And I found this direct sales, this high ticket direct. I was just talking about Carbon Copy Pro. Um, this high ticket direct sales work from home. Kind of like an MLM, but more of a high ticket where the sales were, the, the, up, the upsells were like 2,000, 10,000, and 20,000. So you were getting people to like give you $10,000 over the phone, $20,000 over the phone. Wow. It was a pretty serious business and there was guys making a lot of money doing that. I did that for three or four years, formed a team of people. We got to the top of the leaderboards there. I was making like, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand a month there. And then the owners of the company made a couple of decisions 
that ended up just collapsing the company over the course of like 18 months afterwards. And, um, our shit went down. And then, you know, Kevin and I started talking about, hey, let's put together a sales team again. Let's sell something. What can we sell? And then we started the call center again. We started selling uh, local business stuff, local business marketing. And that started in 2000, in late 2011. And we built that thing up. And then by 2015, we were destroying it. We were dead. This is three years ago. We were in Inc. Magazine's top 5,000 fastest growing companies. I think we were number uh, 1,105 on the list. Wow. And we, nice. we, we hit a million dollars in revenue in a month. We had 100 people working for us at the time. And uh, what happened was another a friend of mine on the West Coast was doing something similar. He had 500 guys on the phones working for him. He was fucking making so much money. And then uh, there was a big FTC ruling about new regulations in the call center for certain ways of marketing and certain things that you could say and not say on the phones no more. And, uh, and we had to actually shut down the operation right there. Oh. We, we didn't shut it down, but we had to stop doing it the way we were doing it with the phones and with the kind of marketing and the data and the way we were pitching. And we had to go figure out a new way. So we started doing Facebook ads instead of phones and generating leads and spending like, 70 grand a month on Facebook ads. And you know, over a year and a half to two years, we tried every other which way to make the business work other than the way we were doing it. And we couldn't get it to work. Eventually we had to fire everybody. And, uh, and I focused on FBA and grew FBA by uh, almost double last year. And then we ran into merch and, you know, I thought a lot bigger now than what it is back when we got involved in merch, me and Kevin in the beginning, we were Kevin's a data guy. We were analyzing the sales, you know, and you know the the numbers were coming out. Now imagine these numbers if these were real. Back then, in the end of 2016, the numbers were coming out to for every shirt you had live, you were making three to seven dollars per month per shirt. Cool, right? <laughs> so if you had a thousand shirts live, right? The average person in merch back then was making three to seven thousand a month. So if you had 10,000 10, shirts live, right, you were making 30 to 70 grand. That's the way we predicted it. We're like, wow, if we get to 10,000 tier, we'll take in 30 to 70 grand. If we get to 20,000, we'll, and that's how I saw it was gonna go. That's why we went all in on merch, because we predicted it to go that way. And then as you know, Brand new business, things change, this, that, free, saturation, competition, you know, the whole model's completely changed to the way it is now, you know, so those numbers will never be like that, you know, now it's more like probably, I don't know, 30 cents to 70 cents than three to seven dollars, but you could still make a lot of money with it, but I mean, I, you know, I'm just being honest and I'm not trying to be any neg, but, you know, back then, I really thought that it was going to turn into that. And that's where we're like, this is going to be amazing, way better than FBA, no inventory, no China, no shipping, no, not all, you know, none of this bullshit, you know? So that's what I had thought it was going to be. And it's not that, and that's okay. It just forces us to just find different ways and be smarter and just be creative and do what I'm doing or do what Mike Wall's doing or do what, what Ken's doing with licensing or Merch Collab or there's so many different ways to approach the business, you know? Yep.
Yeah. yeah, there was a big difference because even just from uh, November last year to this year, because I was doing numbers too, and I, and I was like, oh, you know, like at least two dollars per shirt because I was doing a little lower, but it just dropped. But I feel yeah. like it's picking back up quite a bit, so we'll see. I have I have good hopes for fourth quarter. I think it's going to mm -hmm. be uh, really great. Me too. I think so too. I think it's going to be great too. Fourth quarter, you know. And I mean, look, we got we have to trust into Amazon that they're all that they're doing what they got to do to make it better for us. They're going to launch. They're going to keep launching new products. Now we got Europe. Every day I see, you know, shirts of mine getting processed over there. Uh, you know, which, are, are you girls all in Europe now too? I yeah. am not. I am not. I'm the only one, I think, because I'm I'm still at the lower tier. I'm at two thousand. I think they, you know, you have pops. Yeah. Yes. I've got pop yes. sockets. Yes, we all have pop sockets. Yep. All right. And I'm we sure. may or may not be in Europe. I think we're not. <laughs> Technically, oh, for some reason, we're not supposed to talk about it. I don't know why. But you know, I read about that. Yes. There's fucking there's thousands of merchers, but we can't talk about it. I mean, it makes no sense. It's a dashboard <laughs> update and everything. But anyway, I got teared up today, so that's probably a hint that I might be involved. <laughs> <laughs> But don't tell. Now, they haven't rolled out pop sockets for everybody yet, have they? No. No. Uh, yeah, There's most people who don't have them. Yeah. I don't know why. In interesting mm -hmm. timing rolling everything out though then, you know, like let's yeah. roll out the Europe and pop sockets at the same time. I know. Yeah. That's so weird. Like you would have thought they just would have thrown it to everybody by now and then started well, I don't know. I, I, I got it. I got to imagine that FBA in its early days probably went through the same kind of process where things were a little fucked up and things were getting lost in warehouses and blah, blah. Like, I'm sure, I oh, mean, yeah. this, oh, you know, yeah. I wasn't Plus involved. the competition was so much less back then. So they went through the same thing where it was like yeah. 2013, like you could sell anything you wanted. It was fine. Yeah, and now like it's a little harder eBay listings on Amazon. Like the Amazon catalog was like, what the hell? Like, am I on Amazon? It was like the wild west. So it was, yeah, you could do whatever you wanted. And then they so, kind of it back in. Yeah. yeah. So I think all of us, your, all your experiences, all of our experiences, we learned to just sort of pivot with all the different changes and just right. figure it out one way um, or another, you're going to figure it out. So you have to in e-commerce because everything can change so quickly that you do have to. I think, I think you have to in every job, but just if you yeah. have a job where someone's paying you, you're learning at a slower pace how to pivot and you just get stuck where all of a sudden one day you're fired and you got to find another <laughs> job. Like, I think it's nice when you're an entrepreneur and you just, you get used to it. Like it's just part of your life to always be pivoting. That's yeah. the freedom aspect of it though. I, I love it. I love it's, it. It's nice because you never There's have no to worry. Like I know I'll find a way always. Like no yeah. matter. Like, sometimes I think I have to. Other times, but it's like I know I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna be fine. I'm I so can't get stuck. I've been my own boss for so long. Like <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, "What are you asking me to do?" No, you gotta do some kind of accent. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm unemployable. Unemployable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get bored too. Like once I kind of master a certain area, or like it's kind of automated, I'm like, "All right, what's up next?" You know, like <laughs> no, you're not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like that dog and up? <laughs> squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> totally. All right, we have one more question from the Facebook group, Anthony. Um, they were asking you about your pricing structure for the shirts. 
How do you price shirts? Uh, I price low until I get a sale, and then we bump it up to nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Once doing- one sale, and then straight straight to nineteen. Is how you do. Yeah. Okay. That's what we've been doing. You know, I mean, we've mm-hmm. been doing it like that for the last four months. So we keep it simple, and uh, I just feel like it's good to uh, to get that first sale. This way, it stays in the catalog. You know, especially for the fourth quarter. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you don't want that shit to drop. Once once you get that sale, then, you know, they kind of show it. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't get a sale after a little while, that shit's on page 1,000. Like, it ain't getting seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I Something's telling me that we're not going to have the same kind of freeze, if at all, this Q4, because there's so many other opportunities going on. Maybe <laughs> if there's a freeze, it won't be on the pops, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we were, you know, we would have made 15, 20,000 in December if it didn't have, I'm sure a lot of people would have. So, but I mean, it's almost like, I I don't know. There's just, there's the demand is so high on Amazon and like, I don't think they can predict it no matter what they do. Like, you know, like Amazon every year, their sales are growing so fast. Like, could you imagine what their sales are going to be this fourth quarter? Just over now. I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to expect. I kind of think that there will be a freeze because just trying to go through Prime Day, everything fell apart. Like, they couldn't even make it through a Prime Day. So I just, I don't know. I mean, look, there's like, let's just, let's just be realistic here. There's not going to be enough fucking printers to print all those shirts that are ordered. (laughs) I mean, I know they built new, new printer, new warehouses or whatever you call it, new printing facilities, but I don't think it'll be quite enough either. No, I mean they would. They'd have to do like five times how much they had last year, and I think they've. Yeah, I don't think they've done and now at their rate of growth too, you know, yeah. their rate of growth is crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know the answer to this, and I didn't ask anybody, but the UK and the whole Germany thing, they have facilities now over there. Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. They're not coming from here, right? No. Right. They have that no. over there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because then we'd be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anthony, I think it took them like a year to get everything squared away because um, they had to get like the EPA stuff in line for those printers. Yeah. I'm going to unfortunately predict that there probably will be a freeze. And I think there will be too. You know, I just don't see there's going to be that, there's that many more shirts being bought. Like, I just can't. I'm giving all the game. Now, right? That's why I'm doing we're all, all the same things last year. Like you got to make sure you have it on all products because if t-shirts get frozen, usually long sleeves and sweatshirts and stuff like that won't because it's less demand for that stuff on all different colors. You got to make sure you don't just have black because that that goes first. <laughs> that goes first. Black and yeah. the heathers, right? The black, heathers. Yeah, black and heathers. So I always make sure to include some other colors and yeah. You know, we we uh, about six, there was a time maybe like towards the end of last year, beginning of this year, where we were just uploading t-shirts. We stopped uploading sweatshirts and hoodies. And then uh, about two months ago, uh, we had the same realization that you, that you girls just talked about. Like, you know what? I'm like, you want to be on everything because when the fourth quarter comes, it's winter time. And then when all the t-shirts run out, you know, mm-hmm. I said, stop doing that jazz, upload it. So now every design goes on, every product pops, everything, sweatshirt, hoodies, premium. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I like, do all six, all products. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
Only time I don't is if it starts as a pop socket, it's harder to put a pop socket on everything else. Cause if you have colors all around, it's like this big circle, yeah. <laughs> but everything else I put on all, if it starts as a t-shirt, it goes on everything. Yeah. And it's a great way to fill up your, your, your daily uploads too, by putting them all also, you know what I mean? Not only just to cover yourself in the event that they're going to run out of standard size t-shirts, but you know, it's a great way to fill up your slots. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and, and like you said, like as long as you have at least one sale, it stays up there forever. So it's never going to be as many sales as a t-shirt, but it's still, they do sell. So they'll be up there forever. So you'll, you know, it's, it's worth it for the extra second. I mean, once you have Merch Buddy or Merch Lister Pro, it's just an extra second to yeah. like an, <laughs> get right, it on. Exactly. For that can extra second, you, just do it. Can I tell you that I've never uploaded a shirt in my life? No, I know you told us that. It's crazy. What? Never. Not even one. Yeah. Good. It's boring. Tell when we, when we first started, uh, Kevin was the one in charge of doing that. And as soon as we started, he immediately started looking for a VA. He's like, I'm not fucking doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. It makes me feel like I am definitely not doing business right. Because you shouldn't be doing tasks <laughs> like that. Like, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. But I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to it, too. You know what I mean? There's like... You know, you're, uh, you know, she's good and she's well-trained, but a lot of people, you know, like this, I'm sure that you'll, you'll always do something better yourself when it's your own business. Yeah. You know, than, than somebody else because it's not their business. You know what I mean? It's your business. You care about it more. And she does a fantastic job. So there's pros and cons, but you know, and you know, to me trying to build the FBA business at the same time, I, I couldn't do it anyway. Doing the right. you know, we treated it like a real business. You know what I mean? And then now with the B2B stuff, like forget it. I'll never touch an upload, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. So what's going on with your FBA, Anthony? You're the master of keywords. F what was that? That's oh. You're the master of keywords, Anthony. I'm not. <laughs> FBA is doing good. FBA, uh, it's doing okay. We're, yeah. we're at uh, 90, 92,000 uh, in the past 30 days. Uh, so, I mean, it's better than okay. I'm saying it's okay because last year around this time we were hitting like 120s, 130s. So uh, there was a, a lot of shit that happened with FBA in the past three months that we had to get through. And uh, But I'm pretty confident that the fourth quarter, last year in November and December combined, we did uh, about a million. In revenue so that fourth quarter for us those last two months are everything so i'm pretty confident that th that november december this year will be like one you know 1.2 1.3 so yeah fba is going going good but you know I, again I, I you know we realized that for me for us to build a hundred million dollar company i ain't fucking doing it with fba there's no way maybe i can get it to three million four million five million that takes time like, I just know, like, our wheelhouse is this, and this, we could grow, like, fast. We went from zero to over $10 million in a year with the last call center in three years. Wow. That's not a lot of time yeah. to get something to go that fast. So that's the power of building a team and having guys working for you and selling for you and having the right product, you know? So that, to me, is the fastest path to our targets. Perfect. Awesome. And look at that. We're like right at the hour. That was like oh, the no. perfect, like that's our like path. <laughs> that's our path. Hold on. Anybody 
have a question for Anthony before we go? <laughs> did, did we even answer a single question from the chat? I haven't even. Oh my gosh, I'm horrible. I'm kind well, of popping in there. What, what about you, Bree? We gotta check. Somebody, does anybody have questions in the chat <laughs> before we go? Questions, questions, questions. Last, yeah. last call. Last call. We were somebody we was asking about buying themselves out of the 10 tier and or maybe it was just a comment but i would say at this point yes <laughs> yeah yeah i people have all different opinions of that it's totally up to you i mean to me it's like you can find somebody who wants the shirts make a shirt for your friend i mean you gift can them. gift them gift. yeah so i i definitely bought some of mine alberto said that you, you guys you ignored him today you were all ignored <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have still not mastered like being in the chat and participating in the conversation. I can't do it. Like I got. I can't even figure out sometimes which tab has the webcam on. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh crap! You, you guys are talking monitor. to me, and I can't see it. The only way I keep up is having the dual monitors. Melinda, Melinda oh, oh, your money tree. How's it doing? Doing good. Yeah, I gotta probably water her tomorrow. You know, Jacob Topping actually bought us uh the, oh, the bottle. Oh cool. That's awesome. Oh cool. Which where is Jacob Topping? Is he in there? I yeah. didn't see him in the chat. I know, uh, what the heck? I don't know. Women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> women. <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Josh has a question. Anthony Josh uh, that's that's you know, I never met Josh before. I was actually asking about you, Josh, uh, last time I saw um Matt and RJ, um, do you have a sample template presentation for the B2B model that you show? No, no, we haven't even pitched the the upsell yet. We have a little a little over a hundred. I'm just telling you, uh, Josh. What's up, Jay? Um, we, <laughs> you better feed Betty. I was just seeing that. A little over a hundred sales so far on the front end so far, and I have my upsell guy here that we hired ready to go, but. I, we, we just have to tighten a few things up on the fulfillment process of that first sale before we do the upsell. So Kevin's been working on the slideshow presentation for the upsell, but we haven't actually done it yet. So it's not ready yet. Hopefully we could, uh, hopefully we could start the upsell probably first week of September. I'm hoping, but it has to be ready. Four years ago, Anthony, we, we, we'd be doing it already and fucking it up, up making sales. You know, 2018, Anthony, is like, let's do it right. So just don't do it yet. It's not ready yet. I've actually been pushing Kevin to do it. He's been telling me to calm down. So <laughs> Ron's asking if you can touch on the financial thermostat. Uh, uh, it's a it's a whole explanation. That, that would take 20 minutes, Ron. <laughs> More than happy to come on the show any other time and talk about whatever you girls want. I, I really enjoyed being here. Thank you. Oh, thank you so thank much you. for being here. We really appreciate it. You brought lots of laughter in addition to some really good nuggets. So yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I love doing this. You know, I'm looking forward to doing more content again, like I used to. I'm just in the trenches right now, and I got to get this shit right. But in the meantime, you girls and all the other guys are doing more content, which is awesome. I love to see it. So anytime you want me on, just you know, just ask me. I'll be more than happy to. Awesome. That's good. Thanks, Anthony. All right. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Bye.